Hello everybody, so good to see you and so glad that you've taken the time to join us again in this broadcast as we come together and just talk about God and talk about our lives and talk about what God's doing. I, it's every week we're so excited when we see more and more people from all over the world joining us on our uh, podcasts and, and, and broadcasts and all of these things. We just love so much that you're partnering with us and walking with us. Please uh, let us know you're watching or listening. Let us know where you're from. Let us have your prayer requests. We'd love to pray with you. We have a prayer meeting every week where we pray for those who, who uh, need prayer and, and we want you to do that. And and please send us your testimonies. There's nothing as wonderful as celebrating with you the great and amazing things that God is doing in your life. You know, when, when God heals somebody, when God restores something, when God makes something new that was broken, when God raises something uh, uh, out of obscurity, out of death and makes it alive again, that is worth celebrating. And we want to celebrate with you. Could you be so kind as letting us know the amazing breakthroughs you've had uh, because of, of your partnership and your joining together with us. We love to hear those stories. I want to talk to you to, uh, today about, you know, my message is called God is Profound. Who's profound? Well, God is. God is profound. That word profound is, is, a, is a powerful word. It, 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 it comes from the Hebrew, Hebrew word gadula, and it means uh, greatness, depth, uh, might, and power. I'll, I'll look at Psalm 100 and, uh, 145, verse 3, and, and this is what it says. It says, Great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. No one can measure his greatness. The Amplified Bible says this, His greatness is so vast and profound that it is unsearchable and incomprehensible to men. The, the greatness of God. Have you ever, uh, or have you recently taken I, I, I just a step back and pondered and, and thought and looked into the greatness of who God is. When last did you take time to just consider uh, how awesome God is? And, and I say that because, you know, in our lives, most of us are so busy. We have so many things going on and we're here, there and everywhere. We, we captivate ourselves with all kinds of stuff that, that often we don't take the time to really consider, take time and just appreciate the awe of who God is. So we so easily forget that God, and that God is everything, and that everything comes from God. You know, we, we see the mighty deeds of God, we, we might see a mighty miracle and say, oh yeah, there is God, but can I remind you, God is in everything. He's in, he's, he holds everything together. Even the next breath that you breathe is a, a gift from God. And the Bible says God is attentive to every breath that you take. There are times, my friends, that we just need to sit back and take time and ponder the, the profoundness of God. And, and you know, I want to say this, that it's not our job. It's not our job to make God profound. He's already profound. It's not our re responsibility to make God awesome. He's already awesome. He's already amazing. In reflecting on this message, I, I was thinking about, you know, the, the fact of, of God being profound. You know, how, how much can we really do? How much can we really bring? What can we really do to make God more profound? I don't think we can do any of that. 
Most pastors will take time and, 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 and they, they, they will worry about people and they'll worry about uh, what's happening in people's lives. And they think if, if somehow they can make God better, if they can make God bigger, if they can make God more wonderful, that somehow that can encourage people to, uh, uh, to, to, to love Him more, to worship Him more, uh, to serve Him more, to honor Him more, to, to give Him more, to, to stop sinning. That somehow... Uh, 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 we, we get into this mindset that if we can just somehow make God look bigger and more beautiful, then, then people will fall to their knees and worship Him. But the reality is, my friends, that none of us, not, not the best pastor in the world, can, can make God more profound than He already is. God is an amazing, beautiful, wonderful God. And some pastors... They, they, they feel like they have to come up with something significant and something powerful to say to make God that way. But the revelation is that it's not up to me. It's not up to another pastor. It's not up to an evangelist. It's not up to a prophet to make God cool, to make Him special, to make Him exciting, or to make Him great. It is up to God to make Himself because He is already profound. He's already amazing. The reality that every pastor needs to get to is the place that there's no sermon that you can preach. There's no message you can bring. There's no thing that you can say that can make God any more profound than He already is. Only God can do that. Only God can impact a man or a woman's heart with the revelation of who He is. God doesn't need our, our public relations. God, God doesn't need us to fight His battles. God, God doesn't need us to defend Him. He already is awesome and amazing to do that. God is enough. Jesus is enough. The cross is enough. You know, what we try and do sometimes is we make, try and make God more profound. So we try and stick so many things onto church, onto, onto our messages, onto our Christianity, that we end up covering Jesus with so many layers of, of things that, 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 that He's not seen. He's not visible in the midst of it. I, I, I read a story recently uh, that Philip Yancey, a famous author, had wrote he talked about he he um he was visiting Old Faithful, which is a is a is one of those gazers where where the water shoots out of the the the, the soil in, in um, Yellowstone National Park in America. And he says that there's this restaurant that overlooks this this natural phenomena, and uh, people would sit there and eat their meals. And uh, him and his wife went there, and they were eating their meal. And uh, there's a clock on the wall that sort of shows when the next uh, eruption is about to take place. And and uh, he says that as it got close to the next eruption coming, all of the guests or the customers in the restaurant all got up from their tables and all started going to these large windows that overlooked this geyser. And as it was about to, to, to erupt, he says he, he looked around and he saw that all the staff and the waiters in the restaurant, they were going about their business, cleaning tables and doing things and serving. And, uh, and, and, and he said like they, they, were, they, they weren't even aware of what was going to happen happened and, and, and when the geyser finally erupted he looked back again and he saw all of the white staff and, and all the people in the restaurant continuing about their daily task and, and the reality of that story is that you can, you can spend your life right in the midst 
of a, of a miracle, of, of, a, of a wonder, of, of something phenomenal and become so used to it, come so accustomed to it that even when something as wonderful as that happens right there, you could just be missing it. And I, I just thought about it and I thought, if the gospel is boring you, if, if, if the church is, is boring to you, if God is boring to you, if, if worshipping God is boring to you, it's not that the wonder of these things have gone, it's not that the beauty of these things have gone, it's not that the awe and the, and the glory of these things are gone, it's the, the fact that we've lost track, we've lost perspective, we've lost the ability to recognize God is good. You know, if you have to hear the gospel every week and and, and it no longer touches your heart, and it no longer stirs your spirit. If you used to believe in miracles, and now you, you don't even ask God to do anything anymore in your life, it's not God that's, that's become less profound. It's not God that's lost track. It's not God that's moved away. The problem doesn't lie with God. It, it relies with us falling on our knees again. God is not looking for us to make Him more relevant. God is looking for us to be more reverent, to become more aware that He is in the midst of us always. We, we come up with all these catchy phrases and all of these big words and all of these emotional stories. We try and make God fun and we try and make God good, but in the end of the day... It's really God Himself. When you encounter Him, when you see Him, when you meet with Him, He is a powerful God. We don't have to make God God, uh, um, God modern. We don't have to make God relevant. We just have to be reverent before Him. It's not up to us, my friends. It's not up to us to make the cross more re re relevant. It, it, it's not up to us to make the Word of God profound. It's not up to us to take communion and somehow inspire people. It's not up to us to preach a message that is so profound that people say, oh, isn't that a great preacher? No, God is already profound. It's, it's not us that is the special ingredient. It is Jesus. Jesus is the special ingredient in our journey in life. I just feel to, today as I share this message, there's a, a real drawing back, a real drawing back where we turn our eyes away again from all of the things. You see, this is, this is really where the problem comes in. For, for a long time, all we've done is we've drawn our eyes on ourselves. We, we've, we, the, for a long time, men have, have focused on themselves. We ask questions like, uh, who are we? What are we? What are we here for? What, what is this in for? Uh, what's in it for me? Uh, and we, we become so inward focus in our Christianity and our walk with God that, that it's all about me, me, me and what I want. But in the midst of looking at ourselves, we're missing the one. Look at this in Psalm 8 verse 3 and 4. It says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your, of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? The question shouldn't be, who am I? The question is, who is my God? You, you, are, you, you can't change your circumstances. You can't change your life. You can't do the things that you want to do. But God can. When we look to God, He is a powerful and a true God. These words are true. Our God is an awesome God. You remember that song? We sing it here in the church, and I, I feel it's such a powerful God. He is omnipresent. He's 
omnipotent. He's omniscient. He, he's a powerful God. But you know what? We can use all of those words and we can still miss. Uh, our vocabulary can still miss. We can still not get to a place to fully describe and fully explain who our God is. One encounter with God. One encounter with God takes your vocabulary and throws it out the window. You become undone in His presence. He's all-powerful and all-present. He's all-knowing. He's everlasting and He's ever-fresh. He speaks and worlds, worlds are created at His very words. He can count things that no human being can count. He can count the stars in the sky and the sand on the sea. He can count the hair on your head and He knows every tear that your heart has cried. He, he can do the impossible. He can move the immovable. He, he can cure the incurable. He can touch the untouchable. His reach is beyond anything that we can do. He's our Creator. He's our King. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. He's merciful. He's true. He's powerful powerful and forgiving. He's an awesome God. He's so awesome that He sent Jesus Christ, His only Son, to save, to come and, and pay the price to save you and I from, from eternal damnation. I, I don't have to make Jesus profound. I don't have to make the cross profound. Jesus already did that. He already proved that He is an awesome, awesome God. My, my thought today is that you cannot truly stand in the, in the presence of Almighty God and not shift and change your life. You cannot really encounter God in the fullness of who He is and not shift and change. And that brings me to a place where I wonder how many of us, we've, we, we, we've stood like the wait staff in the restaurant where we've walked around and did other things, but we haven't been like, like Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. Have we, have we missed something about the majesty, something about the wonder, something about the holiness of who God is. And I feel God is calling us back to a place where we see Him in all of His glory. You know, you cannot, you cannot be a true beneficiary of the love and the grace and the salvation of Jesus Christ and, and not understand that it is your place to worship Him, that it's your place to surrender to Him, to yield to Him, to give to Him, to be a living, a living instrument of worship in His name. He's a consuming fire, Hebrews 12.29 says. Well, that's just echoing the words of Moses in Deuteronomy 4.24. You know, Moses encountered God at the burning bush, and it changed his life. It changed everything about the destiny of his life. The Virgin Mary encountered the angel of God, and he challenged her with what it will look like when God fills your life, and it changed the destiny of her life. Saul met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and, 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 and God was so profound. Jesus was so profound in that moment. Acts 9 verse 8 says, So he trembled and, and, and was astounded. He looked up and said, What would you want me to do? Saul's life was never the same again. He changed his name to Paul and he gave his everything to God. 2 Chronicles 5, the, the, when the presence of God filled the temple, nobody could remain standing on their feet. 1 Kings 5, oh, sorry, 1 Kings 8, uh, where the, 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 the reign of the Lord, when the, 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 the presence of God came into the house, nobody could remain standing. The upper room, when the fire of God fell upon that place. I tell you something, 
my friends, God is profound. And when you see him, when you meet him, when you encounter him, it changes your life. Uh, the disciples in the, in, in, the, in the New Testament, when Jesus stilled the storm and walked on the water with Peter, they fell to their knees in, in Matthew 14, 38. And they worshipped him and said, surely you are the living God. New Testament church. We look at Stephen being stoned. And, and in that moment, he still preaches because he encountered God. We, we see uh, John in the book of Revelation coming in, into awe of all that God is. And, and, and he just fell to his face on the ground yeah, like a dead man. He didn't know what to do. My friends, we do not have to make God more profound. There's nothing that we can do as a church and as leaders to make God profound. He is profound. He is already profound. He is already amazing. We just have to come to that space where we don't look for Him to be relevant, but we look for us to be reverent towards Him. When was the last time that you trembled in the presence of God? When was the last time that you just came and looked Him full in His beautiful face? You know, I can take a postcard and a few years back, I had the privilege of going to, to uh, the southern part of New Zealand and, and to some of the mountains that, are, that is found uh, just other side of Queenstown. And you know what? I'd seen pictures of those mountains. I, I'd seen pictures in movies and other places of those mountains. And I, I thought to myself, wow, that's nice. Wow, that's great. That, that's beautiful. I was even like, wow, isn't that amazing? But there was nothing like driving along that road on my way to Invercargill in New Zealand and stopping on the side of the road and taking a view of a mountain that was so majestic and so amazing and so beautiful. And that's the difference. You can look at verses and scriptures and, and pictures and, 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 and plays and, and, and memes and all kinds of stuff and you can say, oh, that's nice, that's amazing, that's wonderful. But there is nothing like encountering God for yourself. There's nothing like seeing God in the fullness of who he is it will change your life it'll change your destiny it'll change who you are because he is an awesome God he's an amazing God he is El Shaddai that means God is enough he is God Almighty he will always be enough he will be enough today and he'll be enough tomorrow but can you see him can you see him do you see him the Bible says draw near unto God and he will draw near unto you the Bible says knock and he will open the door. Jesus is coming. In Revelation it says he's knocking on the door of our hearts. If we will open up, he will come and sup with us. My friends, God is willing and desiring and passionate for you. And he wants you to see him and know him and partake of him. If you do, you will see he is profound. He is profound. It's not our job to make God profound. It's our job to fall to our knees and recognize His holiness. My friends, as you watch this broadcast, and there's only a few more minutes left, I want to ask you, have you made your walk with God like the white staff in that restaurant where you're just not paying attention? anything God's doing around you? Or have you made your walk with God where you're looking at pictures on Facebook and pictures in books and magazines and on television, but you, you, haven't, you haven't gone through the, 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 the place of surrendering, falling to your knees and seeking God for yourself? There's no secret formula. All there is, 
is come before him. Come before him hungry and thirsty. And he said he will fill you. Ask and God will fill you. Ask and God will show you all the great and wonderful things that he has in his heart for you. God is already profound, my friend. I don't have to make him so. The church doesn't have to make him so. This broadcast doesn't have to make God profound. He is profound. The question is, do you see him? If you want to see him, be profound in your world, in your life. It's really simple. You have to come and ask him to be Lord and God. Open your eyes and look and see that he is good. I want to pray with you as we close this service tonight. Father God, I just pray for every person watching, every person listening, every person engaging in this program tonight. I ask, Lord, that you would reveal yourself, that you would reveal yourself in a new and more powerful way. Please, God, we, I ask that you, that you reveal in a profound way your love and your mercy and your grace to people. Uh, make people open their eyes and open their hearts to perceive, to, to know, to see you for all that you are. Lord, I'm not trying to make you profound, but Lord, those who are watching, they need a real encounter with you beyond this form of, of godliness, beyond a form of Christianity, a real personal empowerment. I would encounter life with you. Lord, we looked at examples in Scripture of people that have encountered you. I pray for encounters like that, radical, life-transforming encounters for those watching. There are people watching right now that are struggling with addictions, struggling with, with things in their life that they need to break out there. There are people struggling with sickness. There are people struggling with finances right now. Father, I pray for your profound presence, Lord, to become manifest in their life. Because when they see El Shaddai, they will know they may not have enough but you are the God of enough. And if you are profound in their world, nothing, absolutely nothing can hinder a miracle from their life. And so, Father, I pray bless them. Those who don't know you, those who desire to know you tonight, I pray, Lord, that you reveal yourself in a profound way to them. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for joining us in this broadcast. We love you appreciate you and please remember to connect with us join us on our web web page as well if you want to know more about what we're doing god bless you